0: What happens when you feel like you have plateaued? Welcome to Beauty and the Gi, the podcast about jujitsu and life on and off the mat. I'm Jen Eads, a white belt full of curiosity and questions about all the things jujitsu. And I'm AJ Klingerman, a Brazilian jujitsu purple belt obsessed with all things jujitsu. So in this episode, we are talking about what happens when you feel like you have reached a plateau. I'm still new enough at jujitsu that I think I've got a ways to go before that actually happens.
1: Yeah. And that's what James said, too. Like the longer you train, the more plateaus you hit and the longer those plateaus can be sometimes. Mm -hmm. So but I hear it a lot. I think... A plateau tends to show up more. Not that you feel like you're not improving, but that instead you suddenly feel like you suck at jujitsu. Oh wait, then I am there. (laughs) Let me rephrase that. (laughs) No, but like it happens all the time where people are just like, I don't know, I don't, I don't think I'm doing well. But where you are right now, like even though you feel like you suck at jujitsu, which you don't, it's it's a different thing because you still. You still notice like you're, you're learning things. You're Mm -hmm. still excited about the learning. Um, But I think a lot of times people, when they hit the plateau, they don't feel like they're like learning new things. Mm -hmm. They don't feel like they're improving at all. So it's not just that they suck. It's just that, you know, suddenly you realize there's so much more jujitsu and you know so much already, but now you just feel stuck. Like you Mm -hmm. feel like you're not getting better. Yeah. So I think that's a lot of times when people hit it. Definitely happens at blue. That's what I hear. Yes. These These are where the blue belt blues come in. And we've talked about it. We've touched on it before. I think blue belt blues come in one because, you know, you hit blue belt, which suddenly felt like the goal. <laughs> uh-huh. Like that was the only goal. Like, I just want to get my blue belt. And then you get it and you're like, uh, do I still want to do jujitsu? Or, you know, like instead of just being, you know, doing jujitsu for jujitsu.
0: Yeah. I I can't even imagine. Maybe because I still feel like that is so far in the future. Right. That I can't imagine not just showing up and just doing it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah. Like you don't want that to be the end. Uh That's just the beginning. Like that's like, you're done with your intro class and now, (laughs) you know, like now we're going to start getting into some jujitsu, you know? Uh Um, but then there, there is a really big gap in how long you're a blue belt. Like I was a blue belt for four and a half years. Mm -hmm. It's hard in the beginning when you first get it because you're like, Oh my God, that girl's a blue belt and she's so much better than me. And then it's hard when you've had it for like, Four years and you're like, everybody I've ever competed against is a purple or a brown belt oh, now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still a blue belt. And, you know, like, so there's different points where you kind of get those blue belt blues. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I read somewhere they called it purple belt purgatory. Like, ah, that feels right. Like <laughs> <laughs> So spoiler alert doesn't get better. Um, <laughs> no, but I think I think the biggest way to get through any kind of plateau is to work on something specific, mm-hmm. learn something new, something completely out of your game. Maybe like you've always played the same game. You've always done like this, this is who you are as a grappler. Like you think this is my game,
0: mm-hmm.
1: but you know, I'm going to start like, Oh, I've always been a top player. I've always been a smasher. I'm going to start working on my guard. And then, so you, you just Every time you roll, you try to get to your guard. You do things from your guard. Every time you get out of your guard, you get back into your guard. You know, like you you focus on something specific and new. I think that makes jujitsu exciting again. So that's that's my biggest recommendation first. Okay. So personally, I uh-huh. also think competition helps with plateaus. Really? Yeah. It gives you something to focus on. True. Makes you train harder. Mm -hmm. Like makes you shake things up a little bit. Maybe go do a super fight even. Something, you know, like do something crazy. Go, you know, do a bigger tournament than you've ever done before or do a small tournament. Maybe you've only ever done big ones. Like go to a small one where it's in your community or go on vacation somewhere and do one while you're on vacation. Like whatever that is. Like I think that's a good way to kind of get over a plateau as well. Okay. Okay, I have more. (laughs) You, what? I have more. I have oh, more of ideas. Of course you do. Well, okay. you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Personal plug aside, go to a camp. Like, mm-hmm. go to a camp. I think that shakes things up and helps you fall back in love with jujitsu.
0: Well, and there's just so many different people to roll with.
1: Yeah. And just, you know, like kind of getting more like attached to the community and meeting Mm -hmm. new people and hearing other people's stories. And like sometimes your plateau is because of all the garbage on the outside, like all of the world that's trying to beat you down and, you know, the negativity or whatever. And so you just kind of get burnt out. Mm -hmm. And so when you're burnt out at work or at home, you become burnt out with jujitsu too. Uh And so I think something like going to a camp really shakes that up. Like it, it makes you fall back in love with the sport again. Mm -hmm. And I've heard lots of women come to me after coming to camp and just being like, you know, I I was about ready to quit and you really made me fall in love with jujitsu again. When did you hit your first plateau? I don't know. You know, like my white belts, Journey or campaign, as the guys would call it, mm-hmm. um, was so long <laughs> and so spread out. I definitely don't feel like I ever really hit a plateau at white belt, just because it was just you know it was a, it was a weird journey mm-hmm. for me. Um, Blue belt, I was there for a really long time, and I don't know that I hit like a a real normal plateau as far as like feeling like I wasn't really improving. I, I will say at the beginning of blue belt, i I was very selfish with my jujitsu.
0: Really? Oh yeah. Just oh, a- tell me about
1: that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, like I, I wouldn't want James to show like the good stuff to other people that like, maybe I could use the good stuff oh, on, yeah. you know, like it, uh-huh. it's, and I've heard that that's a very normal thing. Like, blue belt tends to be a little bit of a selfish spot. Interesting. Um, Cause you, you like kind of want it for yourself. Uh-huh. Like don't, don't show them that like, <laughs> and I think, you know, I quickly got through that because I started the women's program. Mm-hmm. So I think we probably started the women's classes just within months after me getting my blue. And at first, you know, it's just a few of us. So it was easy to just do some very basic things, uh-huh. but you know, I I couldn't be too selfish for too long. No. It, <laughs> I like have to share with my girls, you right. know. But yeah, so I think I was a little, little selfish at first. But I don't know if I ever really felt like I hit a plateau where I was just like burnt out with jujitsu mm-hmm. or just kind of over it. I guess really what helped me the most with that was the community. Like yeah. I wanted to be on the mat with my people. Mm-hmm. So that. I think it depends on why you do jujitsu, right? Like if you do jujitsu just for the sport, that might not be enough. Mm-hmm. You know, if you if you do it just for competition and it's just competition after competition after competition, then suddenly you're like, all right, what what more? So, you know, where I think competition can help with plateaus, like the thing that I'm talking really is shaking it up, right? Yeah. Like change some things. But for me, like one of the main reasons. Like, I mean, I love competition. I love to compete even when I suck (laughs) or I suck at it or whatever. Like, (laughs) even when I'm not very good at competing, I still love competing, but I think for the most part, I do it for the community. I, I love going to class because I love, I love teaching. I love, you know, so that, that selfishness didn't last too long.
0: (laughs) That's good. We're all very grateful for that.
1: (laughs) Um, but I I just love sharing jujitsu and building the community. And so it kind of helps with the plateaus for me. I definitely had some times where I questioned, you know, whether I was good enough to be, you know, leading the front or representing my team or whatever. But I don't know. I've seen way more plateaus than I feel like I've felt like uh, from other people, you know, like Uh I I see a lot of people come up and I feel like I can help kind of guide them through it, but I don't know that how much I've experienced it. And if I have, i must've blocked it out because I'm so happy with jujitsu right now. I've just, (laughs) I'm so obsessed now. I've just, you know, forgotten about times that I wasn't. (laughs) What are the warning signs? Mm, I think that little bit of almost like dread going to class. Mm -hmm. Like, you don't want that. I can't imagine. Right. But I know that there's people that are just like, oh, I I guess I should go to class. Yeah. You know, and maybe, maybe you're not in the right place. You know, like there's a lot of different things that you should look at. Like, is it somebody there that is making you feel that way? I don't know. But I think it's kind of having that little bit of like, oh, I could just stay home tonight. Um, I think that's probably the first warning sign. Is yeah. it just not having the desire to train? I always think the biggest recommendation I have is go to your coach, talk to your coach, because they may see something too. Like what what's happening? Why do I suck all of a sudden? <laughs> and like um, I guess talking to James about this recently, like he is a guy that was basically like I'm. I don't think I'm doing a very good job. I don't think I've improved since I become a blue belt. And James was like, uh, I feel like the exact opposite. Uh-huh. <laughs> I feel like you've improved one of the most of all the blue belts but so sometimes it's just you not seeing yourself Uh and so going and talking to your coach and being like all right you know what's wrong what do i need to work on and them going you realize you're doing a great job right (laughs) (laughs) it's it's actually not as bad as you think so open communication is important too Yeah.
0: yeah all right so if you start feeling that dread pay attention pay attention you've got some tools now to kind of hopefully help you work through that. Yeah. Talk to your coach. Yeah. I think that's the, I think that's the first step. All right. And there you have it. So what's your tip for on the mat this week? On the mat, uh, switch it up. Go with something
1: crazy. Like, unless you're getting ready for a competition, like don't be dumb, but (laughs) (laughs) you know, pick something, pick a game that you've never really tried before. Like try some, some Ashi, try some X-Guard, try some Lasso, like, I don't know, just try something that you've never tried before and try to put it in your game. How about off the mat? Off the mat, recognize the chaos, you know, that that's affecting you on the mat. Oh, that's good. You know, recognize what's happening off the mat that you're carrying with you on the mat that might make you feel like you're not good enough.
0: I should probably... We were talking about journaling mm-hmm. recently, and I think that that would be probably something else that I need to start writing. Yeah, to just to kind of track that when I feel when I beat myself up the most. Yeah, what else is going on? What else on? is going on in your life? Uh huh. Or when I start to feel a little more anxiety on the mat, what else? Because I can tell when we're in class and I've got a lot going on off the mat, yep. I am much more likely to like lose my breath and hit, go into a little anxiety. Yeah. And I mean, that's what my, a lot
1: of my notes include now is, you know, not just, you know, who I'm rolling with or how many rounds I got or what I was hitting, what I, you know, was getting hit with those kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But it's even, you know, how I feel physically and emotionally, it, what's hurting really bad or, oh, yeah. um you know, if I don't feel well, like what did I eat? Mm-hmm. You know, if I feel down, is it, Am I feeling sad because someone else is sad and I'm, you know, taking on that emotion or Mm -hmm. am I, um, you know, am I slacking at my job? And so, like, (laughs) then I'm sitting on the mat and, you know, James is teaching and I'm going, oh, I should have been doing this. I forgot to do this today. Like, am I letting that get in the way of my training?
0: Oh, that's absolutely happened to me. Yeah. And 20 something year old me is just horrified that I would even talk about writing my feelings down. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) It's
1: good for you. I guess it is.
0: Uh, The beauty of 40 something. Right. Uh Beauty of growth. (laughs) All right. So that's the on the mat, the off the mat. And don't be a stranger, friends. We would love to hear how, if you've hit a plateau, how you worked through that. You can always connect with us on Instagram at Beauty and the Gee Podcast. I'm also on there at Brassy Broad Jen. And I'm AJ Klingerman. And I think one of our favorite things is to actually just get messages from people that are listening. It's so awesome. It is. (laughs) It's more, I get more excited about that than I even do about seeing the download numbers Yeah, I would much rather get a message. Because then we realize that it's like personal. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Someone's
1: listening. Someone cares. Right.
0: <laughs> Someone out there is listening. So let us know. Let us know how you've worked through a plateau. Let us know what you want to hear on future podcasts. Yes. If you have any recommendations for future guests, we're always looking for that too. And you can also find us on Facebook at Beauty and the Gee
1: Podcast and Beauty and the Gee Gang. So great. whether you want to be in the group or like our page, both of those are possible on Facebook.
0: Right. And you can also go to our YouTube channel. AJ's actually putting videos up there now. Thank
1: goodness. (laughs) Also, come, if you're female, come meet us at Role Model Women's Only Grappling Camp. Yes, I'll be the one in the corner, not
0: talking to anyone.
1: (laughs) That's not true. I bet bet she's going to talk to people. But you can still probably find her in the corner talking to one of the other introverts. Right. We'll just
0: we're gonna have the introvert club.
1: But yes, I, I really hope to meet a lot of you guys at camp.
0: I'm super excited about it. And we will see you on the mat.